your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant EMU. Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. Episode 445 of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Um, big number. Yeah, right? Big number. Don't look a day past 440. Oh, thanks, buddy. I'm Phil. I'm Jay. All right, and we're without uh, the new guy. <laughs> so I, I knew it was my godson's birthday, but I didn't know they were doing anything. Happy birthday, Landon, by the way. Happy birthday. The big three today. Um, but I guess they're going. I guess they're going away for the weekend or something like that. Yeah, I forget what he said. He was. He was. It was a nice, nice little weekend trip. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, we had this. The show was planned anyway. We, we the, the throwback was planned anyway. So whether the new guys would be around or not, at least we had a a plan. Um. Anyway, we'll live the tape this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, uh, just, just if it, it as Dusty would say, if it be that way, let it be. Let it be that way. Speaking of Dusty, man, have I got bracket breakers for you on this tournament. Oh, my God. I can't wait to show you the finals for next week. Yeah. Um, all right, so. Well, I, I was going to wake up the queen really quick. Yeah, wake up the queen. Wake up, oh, because she's got to go to work. Yeah, Oh, boy. The queen. You can go inside if you want, bro. All right, well, either way. Yeah, you might want to. Yeah, you might want to step inside and do that. No, I think you don't want to see you wake up your girlfriend, your fiance, fiance. I'm sorry. Yeah, time to wake up. Pick the kids up. I'm recording the show as we, as we do it. Go ahead, Queenie. This is gonna be this is gonna be available forever. She's gonna be on the podcast now. Very nice. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right. How about that for content? The queen is awake. Yeah. Jay adds content. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares but don't Jay. Blame, don't blame them. Don't blame them. So how have you been, brother? Good, man. Another 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 busy week. Yeah, um, same here. I, I, I got to say, it was funny because I know we, we were doing WrestleMania 8. and That's yours. That's next yeah. week. And I was so I was like, oh man! And then in my head, I'm like, when are we doing 18? And then as soon as you fired it through, I was like, fuck yeah! Because I was I was actually thinking about the not just the the, the Hogan match, but even um, 
with with the William Regal thing, I completely forgot. We'll that get, we'll get, yeah, yeah, we'll get it, we'll get into. So it I was really throwback. excited for the throwback this week. Yeah, and I'm I'm just excited for Mania weekend. We got three episodes coming out yeah. next week. You know, we got a, uh, and I'm gonna be actually I'm actually gonna be on four possibly five episodes of, the, of whatever the rants on the rant. We got episode four forty six next week, which is WrestleMania eight. This is Jay's favorite WrestleMania. We'll talk about that, and then we got. The we we traditionally do the WrestleMania pre-show. I was just gonna say yeah. when it was once a, when it was one day a year. Now it's two days a year. <laughs> so I'll be doing the second day of the uh, of that 4 p.m. Of course, you guys are welcome to come by and do that. If and then yeah. stay, stay for Mania if you want. Um, with as a big show with hair. Uh, we're watching we're watching the, the end of WrestleMania 18. 18. So and then this Tuesday I'm gonna be on the rant. Just taking the night off. It's a round table for WrestleMania three. There we go. So that's gonna be a segue to us book rebooking the end of WrestleMania thirty five years, huh? Yeah, thirty five thirtieth <laughs> anniversary of, of that. And then wow. I think the night we record four forty six, which is Friday, they're gonna do a post show for the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay, good. So I don't know if we're I mean, I can, if we're still here, I don't know. I mean, I listen, it's it's basically an open door policy. Yeah. For next weekend, I I know we haven't said any planned to stone. The guys usually get together. These guys, these clowns, are never around. Yeah. Hopefully, someone's around. Hopefully, I'm I'm hoping for Sunday. Yeah, Sunday would be nice. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday would be cool. And uh, but yeah, it's it's a big deal for us. It's 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 basically our Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So it's and it and it's turned into a huge event because like like we mentioned, every every other promotion in the world put shows on that 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 weekend. Well, there's a reason why they do it, and. You know, WWE's successfully, I would say, um, made it a big deal in the sense of that they're going to go out and they're shopping. Cities are bidding for for WrestleMania. So that's, you know, say what you want about that. That's that's a pretty big deal. So to me and the wrestling world, every kind of promotion, every kind of convention uh, always uh, circles wherever they go. Yeah, WrestleCon knows it. And it's deal. and it's and it's kind of cool for us because it it really, I mean, like I don't know if it was actually WrestleMania 18. I think might have been the, the start the, of access. The start of access. Yeah, which yeah. Is, which is you know I don't want to say it was the 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 opening idea of it, but that's what everybody started. I mean, I know uh, John Arezzi started conventions back in the 90s. I went to John Arezzi's. One- one of my first my first convention was John Arezzi convention. Yeah. At the at the Marriott. You know not so, the Ric Flair Marriott in Philly, but <laughs> he um but I know he, he you know, he's the one that pretty much started that, you know, at least in the Northeast per se. But you know, it's really cool now to to be a part of it and like I said, now having my feet in it, I really, you know hopefully one day they come back. You know, I'm assuming in the forties, they got to come back to the northeast. Although it's a very unpredictable weather. Yeah, I'm not. You know, honestly, I'm pretty. We're pretty spoiled. You know, we've had a couple. We've had, we had several manias already. We've had uh, one. Yeah. We've had ten. We've had twenty. We've had thirty. Whatever the fuck it was. Whatever we were 29, at. Twenty nine. I think. Twenty nine. I'm sorry. Yeah. So we've had a few. It's not like we've had. You know. We're pretty spoiled, you know. Let fucking Boston get one. Let the let, fuck let, Boston. No, no, because you're a fucking dirty Yankees fan. That's why. <laughs> but let Boston get one, fuck man. Boston. Let Philly get. I hate. I fuck Philly. Fuck t- Philly. I, I hate Philly. But you know what? The, they're good wrestling towns, though, man. Listen, they're good wrestling towns. So I, I, I mean, the Northeast great. Southeast. I mean, 
I'm telling you, if you did a did honestly, if WWE did a baseball stadium, uh, WrestleMania, because baseball stadiums now are traditionally smaller. Yeah. The the league started doing that like 25 years ago, because the Marlins were playing in Joe Robbie, and they weren't back at 70,000 for like a Dolphin <laughs> game, right? Um, so they made them smaller. They pack them out. Even Yankee Stadium got smaller. City Field, the you know Shea became City Field. Yeah. They're, they're, ba- they're barely 50,000 seats. So I'm telling you, if Vince was smart, he would pick some fucking... I know he wants to break the gate, but you know what? I mean, look, look. I mean, we'll talk about it in a little while. With, but with this gate numbers. here, but this was, yeah. But, like, I don't think he's selling out football stadiums anymore. He ain't He, he right. ain't selling out Dallas. Right, he's not. Now, that's 100,000 100, seats, right? Yeah. Is that Kyle? And, they, and they did They did 101,000 uh, last, what was it, 34? They were in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, quote unquote. I was, you know. But they, for two nights, though, Jay, it's impossible. It's they should. Impo- they, they that's that. why it's split in half. They should have kept it with one night. But I, listen, I, I, I look at it from both sides. I, I, I don't like the idea of multiple nights. But in the same sense, who wants to go to a six-hour wrestling show? So you, you got to kind of choose your maker there. So to to me, I, I think. What he's doing is right, but you, like you said, Phil, I think it's a perfect way to put it. You, you're not going to be able to get 200,000 people two nights inside Dallas. You can, though, get 100,000 people back-to-back, which they're doing yeah. clearly. So I think if if you turn it the correct way, like you said, if you go to a, you know, I don't follow baseball much like I used to, but... You know, Dodger Stadium. I was just gonna say, yeah, if like, you if you, know, you go to a you know Dodger Stadium, if you go to well, Houston, yeah, Houston, if you go to Houston, you yeah, know, Minute Maid Park, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, uh, what's the, what's Texas the, got a new stadium? What's the beautiful one in um, San Diego Petco Field? If you go to oh, Pe- it's not, yeah, it's not Petco anymore, oh. but yeah, same yeah, same same thing. You go if you go there, it's a pitchers park too. <clears throat> you know, um, downgrade. Downgrade a little bit, but you it's it's not really downgrade, but you're downsizing, but you're 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 still gonna do it and you can get a hundred thousand people and you can once yeah. again you could spin the narrative. Yeah, yeah. Here you're kind of exposed, you know, but uh, you know, listen, you, you we'd be saying he was a genius if 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 he would have gotten it if he would have sold out both nights. True. So, you know, it's you don't know unless you try and I you think damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Next year is gonna be Hollywood. So you that. know that it's gonna be. It's I think it's supposed to be at SoFi. That's that that place is. They spent a couple of billion on that too. You think you think the they gorgeous. you think all of a sudden there's some mysterious bomb threats like WrestleMania Seven, uh, and then they got to downgrade a little nah. bit. You know what? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. The Super Bowl was there this year. Yeah, it's a classy place. Oh, man. it's beautiful. Vegas got a new stadium for the Raiders. That's another billion dollar place. Um, and you know wrestling can clearly go there as AEW is doing. We're saying how we were just saying it last week. Yeah, AEW is not going to have an event mania weekend. Tony Khan said he's not going to do it. You know what? Not not for nothing. I kind of agree with him. Yo, listen, because you don't want to, you don't want to stifle everything. You don't want to like if AEW were to go there, they'd be taken away from a GCW or uh, I I think I don't New even, Japan like no. New Japan. I think Impact even has something. Impact does something, yeah. You know, Most. you'd be taken from these other places, right? And you know, I, I kind of, I, you have to congratulate uh, Tony for doing that. I think, I, I think that's actually a smart move by him. You already got TV, you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Or is it the other side of it where he's going? Uh, you know, listen, we're hemorrhaging money as it is. Let's not <laughs> cost to go somewhere, but you could make it a house show. 
You know, you can you can. We'll, we'll stick with WWE. Yeah. Um, just add breaking news. Breaking as news. James is on his way over. Yeah. Triple H announcing on a Stephen A. Smith show that he is uh, officially retiring from in-ring performance performances. Um, you know, people like people are gonna say, "Well, it's not a big deal." Um, it is and it isn't. I'll tell you why. Um, Jay brought up a good point in pre-production that he said, you know, with the heart condition that he has, um, I don't know what clearly what it was. He didn't. I I, I didn't watch the interview yet. But I don't know what the cardiac condition was. But any kind of cardiac condition at his age. I know he has a defibrillator. It said what I read is that he has he had a eternal defibrillator. pacemaker. Yeah, I think he had a oh, defibrillator. Oh no. So if that's the case, I mean, any any cardiac condition over the age of forty is something to be alarmed about. Whether you're in shape or you're not in shape, you know what I'm saying. So the bottom line is, and he's way in shape. He's way in shape. The game, and let's be honest, man. Triple H is one of my favorite performers of all time. He constantly evolved himself. And constantly became he was a superstar when he when he when he when they thought he wasn't gonna be yeah and then of course he you know everybody's like oh he hooked up with the boss's wife and yeah that wasn't that was or, that was organic believe yeah. it or not I it wasn't like he didn't fuck he's like I'm gonna hook up with her and run the company I guarantee you that was not in the cards no because Vince ain't throwing fucking the his his kids uh, spouse's jobs you know what I'm saying yeah you don't see Shane McMahon's wife fucking well she was on Livewire. Mar- Marissa Mazzola. Yeah, but that's before they were married, though. Was it before they were married? Yeah, uh. she was like, you know, but still, like, you know, I don't. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 a deal, you know. So so it? when I when I read it, it was he had a uh, yeah he had a defibrillator hooked up, and um, this is his first time really kind of doing anything since September, and that's when he had the surgery and all that, and he was kind of going into heart failure, and um, that I knew he. Uh, you know, and literally just kind of like there was uh, at first it started as a viral pneumonia and I guess, you know, just turned into that. And I think I think there was reports about he had uh, it's, you know, hereditary type thing or what have you. And so this more or less saved his life. And, you know, he's now, you know, he, he can't be in there as much as he probably wants to be with a defibrillator hooked up to him, you know. And, yeah. You know, to me, like I said, I, I I'm not too surprised by this. I, it's great to see him out of hiding. I mean, I, you know, like I, I made the joke, I, Nikon, I, Nikon yeah. had him tied up yeah, for the longest I, I time. I love Triple H, man. So listen, say what you want about the guy. Um, he clearly, if NXT never took off like it did, Triple H would definitely be the most hated man. Ever because he has this, he has this aura. Because like you said, he, he he only married the boss's daughter to 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 get close to Vince and 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 all this stuff. That's that's complete bullshit. It's, yeah, it's an, exactly. It's, it's an unbelievably bullshit statement. Um, because and it's mainly because we're not there. So that's really. I mean, how dare you? Like, I I would never want anybody to say that about me. That being said, how smart he is. Inside the business is, is is something different, and you hear such great things about him, you know, with uh, you know his let alone the charity work and what he does backstage, but like what he does with NXT, he, what, what he, he did NXT. with these guys, like these guys were were complete and utter, like huge Triple H guys. He took a developmental and made it their own. Yeah, he. I mean, he took Steve a job away from Steve Kerr and Al Snow, but. But I mean, 
I, I feel like it was a necessary evil. Yes. And I say that because if it wasn't for NXT, you wouldn't they wouldn't be able to balance some of their talent with the way they did. And they brought guys in from the Indies and made them and made them bigger stars in NXT. And they built girls like Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair and Bailey and and, and, and Big E and, and you know what I'm saying? They built people and then they and then they revi- and then they revamped Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn, you know, CM Punk, all these... I mean, the list is on and on and on. I, I feel like it's... You know, he, he doesn't get... He, I mean, does this... Now, here's my, here's my question. Here's, my, here's a segue. Does he get the Hall of Fame nod this year? No. Nah, I, I, don't, I don't think so. When um, they come back to the Northeast? Because he's, he's, he's a Northeast, Northeast guy. guy. He's I, from, he's from uh, New Hampshire, I think. I don't, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think you... I don't think you give him the nod... Only, f- only because I don't want to say it's too soon. Um, listen, uh, you know, I, I, I said that about Vader. I mean, listen, this guy had a heart condition. And, you know, I, I'm assuming he's out of the woods now. If he's out traveling and what have you, I'm assuming he's out of the woods. But, but still, I, you know, I, I've just, I, I never liked these po- post-hominists. I can never say that word, post whatever the fuck it is. After they die, I hate always putting in those people because, like, I want to hear what the stories. I want to hear them talking about it. I love to see that emotion, but to me, uh, I, I I think it's too soon. I I think, you know, it would quiet down a little of what everybody's saying about what's going on behind the scenes. Even my own conspiracy theories about what's going on behind the scenes. Um, He's clearly a f- first ballot. It just be his his uh, pun intended. His pedigree of work, posthumous. Uh, yeah, posthumous. Yeah, posthumous. That's what it is. Could never fucking say it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like trying to. Uh, like I know what he's trying to say. I don't, yeah. don't want to try to say posthumous. It to, yeah, and, and but you know he his his work speaks for itself. And yeah, I mean, you know, did he politically put himself in in places to be in a better spot? Yeah, but guess what? It's the wrestling business. It's that's that's he was doing that before he was dating Stephanie. Let me and you know what? If he was a bad performer and he did that, different story. Shame on you. Absolutely. But the guy can go, man. Yep. The guy was always fucking good. And that's, always good. And that's the difference. And, and that, we and, see him right now. And there's a fine line. Listen, I mean, listen. Look at look at the entrance. How many people have emulated this fucking entrance? Dude, I'm telling you, I'll, I'll say it till I'm till we're done with this podcast. I I was at that show in the garden when he came back from the from the quad. Yeah. I was this year, oh two. Yeah, yeah, dude. When he didn't he want to he won the rumble. I'm telling you, I've been to Ranger playoff games. I've been to Nick playoff games. I've been to concerts. Nothing louder than that. Yeah, nothing. Well, I'm telling you, nothing was louder than that. But and that's and that's the the magic of pro wrestling. That's that's the different side of it. Right. That's the magic of pro wrestling. So yeah. So you know what? Maybe he did use his in laws uh, as as leverage. But you know I, what? I would uh, I would even I would even venture to say before that when he got when he got together with the click and 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 Sean and you know was he? But you you can't deny. But they, they the bond that they was buried there. him after that though. Well, no, he, they didn't bury him. He 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 was the only one to take the heat from that curtain call. He was the only one. Sean, Sean Waltman wasn't there. He was out with a broken neck. Uh, uh, Scott Hall and Nash are gone. Sean you ain't. You, Shawn Michaels was a uh, uh, a fucking powder keg ready to go off. 
He had he he moved a certain way. Vince would check on him, and he knew that if he said something, Sean would just listen. Let's call it what it is. Sean was a uh, I hate to say the word. I don't want to say baby, but uh, you know something along those lines. And and I'm a big Shawn Michaels fan, but backstage we've heard all the stories, and 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 most of them are true. He was he was he and he admits it. He was t- he was terrible to deal with sometimes. You didn't know what Sean you were gonna get, but Vince ain't gonna Vince isn't gonna fucking bury the the main guy. He was, Sean was the number two at that point. You, you got you got Diesel leaving, Razor Ramon leaving. Sean's your number two all day. You know Austin hasn't really started to climb up yet. No, not yet. So to me, you know, Triple H was the only one to take the fall. As we were watching Stephanie come down with Jericho, woof. Stacy Cleveland, nah, Stacy Cleveland was all the way left. I want to talk about that. Well, yeah. well I, I, I'm telling you, we'll get into that too. They, uh, I want to talk about her ass for. But um, but you know, all that stuff about him, that that him politically moving was before he started dating Stephanie. I think that just happened. I, I, I really do think so. I don't. Know, maybe, maybe I'm just a sucker who believes in love. <laughs> but to me, you know, the 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 NXT stuff is really crucial, crucial, crucial to yeah. his appeal to the quote unquote internet fans. Because other than that, it would have been, it would have been a, a straight hate, Triple H hate fucking thing. And to me, he needs, you know, I I I said I wish the the send off might have been on WWE TV. You know, maybe Triple H, maybe it was Triple H's idea to kind of go mainstream with it. I, I don't know. I don't. To me, it's weird to go on, to go on ESPN and make that announcement. Why, why not make that announcement to, on WWE TV? I think, I always loved like the Edge, you know, the Edge retirement speech. I, I love those speeches. I, I, like I said, I, I gotta, I gotta. Well, that's why I like the Hall of Fame so much. Yeah, I'm a sucker for the sensitive and and the, and the sentimental. So that that's always that that's my choice on it. Maybe there'll be something, but as, as a Hall of Fame nod, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be this year, and it shouldn't be this year. I don't think. I don't think it should be this year. Fair, fair enough. We'll stick with WWE. Uh, speaking of post posthumously. Um, posthumously, posthumously, I can never fucking say it. Shad Gasgard, yeah, is posthumously getting the um, the Warrior Award this that's, year. That's yeah, they, I, and listen, uh, that story, uh, you know, just had something yesterday. I had to take uh, Malika. She's six. She had to get uh, work done on her teeth. Oh, she had to just get a cleaning, and she ended up having cavities, and they had to like hook her up to this thing. I don't have any kids. I, I, I call I call my kids now, the Dylan and Malika. I call them my kids. I'm their stepfather, but they're my son and daughter. And, you know, I, I had that feeling of, like, holy shit, put me on the chair, spare her. Now you know. And and, and I was, you know, and everybody was checking on her, and I made the joke. Is anybody checking on me in the corner over here? You know, and, like, to to, to know that story, how it went, how... Danger is happening, and he, however he saved his son, however he saved his son, is an absolute magical story. And to me, it's it's more than, I always like, actually, I love the Warrior Award too as well, but to me, it, it's more than deserving to be the Shad Gaspar, that's for sure. Let's, uh, I'm going to yeah. pause this real yeah. quick. Hold on one Go second. Ahead. Because that's I need what, to that's, take. That's what we should have did before. That's what we should have did before, right? <laughs> um, Hold on. All right, we're back. Sorry about that. <laughs> Life happens. Yep. 
We uh, but yeah, going back to Triple H, I I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think it's this year. I think it's gonna be within the next two to three. If he's if he's retired from in ring career, in, you know, in ring duties, but you know what's what's missing from this, and this is, I it's funny, I I just thought of it now why it went to, ESPN and not here because if it was a wrestling journalist, let's just say. Uh, Ryan Satin or Sean Ross Sapp or somebody, they there's follow up questions that need to be asked. Is well, what's going to be what's going to be your title going forward? What's going to be what's your role in the company going forward? We know he was downgraded before this. He's been out for 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 months now dealing with this. Uh, clearly NXT has been taken underneath his nose. That's a big nose. So. <laughs> What is what is his role going forward? And that's a question I would like to know. And Stephen A isn't going to know. No offense to Stephen A. I, I don't really listen to him, but uh, he's not going to know what to ask and all that stuff. And listen, maybe it's not the right time to ask. You know, Triple H is just recounting his his near death. I mean, from what I was reading, he was close to full on heart failure. So. You know, maybe it's the last thing from his mind. You know, he's got three. He's got three daughters. You know, um, there are more things to life. Uh, <laughs> we all agree, but you know, these these are things that uh, that that pop into my head. Is I think that's why he went on ESPN was for no, you know, there's no pushback. Is you can make the announcement and and all that stuff, and and rightfully so. I I, I think that at least at this point, at this juncture, it, that's the right way to go about it. I gotcha. All right. So, let's see. Anything else to be Cle- Clearly, we're going to be doing a. We'll have to do a game retrospective at some point. And you know what? I'm going to do. I'm going to do the. Um, we did a lot of Triple H on this podcast, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna like once he gets into the Hall of Fame. I'm gonna probably do a retrospective, and that's probably going to be a an episode or even two episodes. You know? Yeah, because 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 like I said, I you know there's there's a lot of meat to that. Because you know you got different you got different avenues. Where could you have been? You know, I'd love to. You know, even we'll, we'll talk about it more with the with the throwback tonight. But I'd love to see you know where where things were if things were a little bit different and fantasy booking wise and all that stuff. So it's a shame, but you know it was it was it was a long time coming. Yeah. Um. Anything else? WWE. Uh no, that's it. I mean, I I know there was an update on the Big E thing that uh you know he's clearly got all his strength walking around, which is great great news. Um, you know, and you know, and it's kind of good to see his online presence. You know, reassuring <laughs> that he's fine and what have you. Um, but it's 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 a it it just shows you how how easy it is to happen. You know, so. That was uh, that was another thing that I was I was thinking about this week as well. So, so basically, WWE is it's we're on, with the WrestleMania week starts in. D- a couple does days. it feel like WrestleMania to you? Yes, it 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 does. But if you watch the product, I no, mean, I don't. Um, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing this. Yeah, I'm watching all the retro shit because I'm I mean excited. they had they had Kevin Owens come out, which you know. Genius move by them. Oh, him dressed as Austin. Yeah, yeah, Gen- that was pretty dope. Genius yeah. move. Um, what I want to see is, you know, a little bit more. I love that the, there's they're leaving it vague. I think on purpose. This what Austin's role is going to be. 
I was reading that he, he may close the show. Yeah, from there's some rumors out there that the Kevin Owens thing is slated to go on last. Whether that the first night you mean? Yeah, the first after night. the main event. Yeah, oh, after shit. the main event, which wow. is which is bizarre. Uh, you know, so it makes you believe that there may be there may be a match because you can't end on a talk show. I mean, I understand sending the crowd home happy, that I get, but you can't you can't um, close on a talk show segment, which would be bizarre, but. You know, who knows? And, you know, the specter of Cody Rhodes is being cast uh, huge, you know, hugely on on Seth Rollins. There's a lot of uh, dashing. Will will his uh, dreams turn into a nightmare? You know, they're throwing a little. They're throwing deeks. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's more. I think it's going to be. I hope he comes at WrestleMania. I hope Cody. Comes out unannounced, uh, gets that crowd. You know there's going to be a huge reaction. Um, I think they'll use him correctly. I- I'm assuming he's going to WWE. Whether, albeit if it's financial or maybe he just fell out of he fell out of love with it. But you know what was Dusty's you know relationship with you know Vince? It was always well. Yeah, I mean he can't. I mean Vince didn't want Dusty's brain. He wanted Dusty's charisma. Yeah. And I, it's funny because I was. It's funny you say that because I was. Um, I was watching the they, they did a new series Evil. I haven't seen it yet. I, I just it's seen seven, it. It's seven episodes. Yeah. You don't have to watch them chronologically. Oh, okay. Right, because I don't, I don't care about Sasha Banks and the Miz. Right. Yeah, I don't really care. About so that. I watched Flair. Yeah. And then and Hogan. Yeah. I watched those two episodes, and it, they were fucking great. By the way. Yeah, I heard. I and and supposedly Peacock had a hand in doing that the as cock, well. Yeah. So I'm I'm watching so I'm watching the him they then they bring up the whole Dusty thing right, um the Cold War and after he fights Nikita Nikita they they do they the the infamous cage incident yeah where Dusty saves Rick and then of course they turn on him and they break his leg, um I'm th- I'm thinking about Dusty and then and I'm thinking about the uh, the relationships and all that I, you know Dusty was one of those guys that was brilliant. And anything he did made money, yeah. right? So whether he was a promoter, a booker, a performer, he made money, you know? Um, Cody, again, we said this a few weeks ago, apparently is getting just as or smarter than his dad in the business in terms of in smarts, not yeah. not, not ring-wise. No, 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 no. Because no. he's, he's not a bad worker. I just didn't like his gimmick. So people go, you hate Cody Rhodes too? You hate John Moxley? No, I don't like John Moxley, but I definitely don't like Cody Rhodes' gimmick. I like Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Right? But, you know, there's this... It's in it's in the genes, man, because Dustin's still doing his thing. Yeah. And I can't wait to tell you the brackets, but that's... Yeah, uh, so I anyway, can't wait. So, with that being said, um, you know, if 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 that relationship spilled over, to Co- spilled over to Cody, Cody didn't leave on bad terms. No, he didn't. Right. So, him, DiBiase, they just, they, they just faded. Randy Orton was the was the guts of that crew. Yep. Okay. To this day, still is one of the best performers they've had in the last decade, next to John Cena and and all those other guys, and Roman Reigns and everybody else. So Seth Rollins. But uh, if he comes, he comes. You know what? You don't. You, I mean, you don't think he's gonna come, or I don't know. I I, I think I still think he's gonna fucking do. Listen, it's in s- it's in Vince's it's in Vince's uh, wheelhouse to you know. To troll a little bit, like he's been trolling since fucking God knows when. So, 
I can see the, him doing that, but also in the same sense, uh, it's it has to, it has to happen, and it and it has to be, it has to be Seth Rollins. I mean, I mean, you're not gonna have, you know, you know, no offense to Shelton Benjamin, I think it would be a great match, but you're just talking marquee, you're talking WrestleMania, top of the line. You, it's got to be Seth Rollins. It's got to be Seth Rollins. Oh, of course. So, yeah, 100%. And, and, and it makes sense. Um, but to me, you know, it, it's, I, I, I think it's a long time coming, like you said. I, I think with, 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 with Cody, no one is ever, I, I mean, you got guys, like you said, you got Warrior who's never coming back, came back. You got Bruno who somehow or another was able to, the defense got made. Hogan, how many times? Um, you know, everybody, just literally every nobody. Did, like I said, and it's the it's the adage of if if I can make money with you, we're talking. And listen, and I agree with that. And there's, you know, this and Vince said it on the McAfee show where he goes, "There's business and there's personal." He says, and his corporation is has been able to. You know, for him, for whatever the self-defense reason is, he has he can he can take his person personal feelings out of it. And having Cody come back, and yeah, you know, um, AEW's this 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 you know organization you may may or may may not have started, but hey, you can still come over here. Hey, come on, Vince is definitely thinking that's a dig. I I, I mean, it, it has to be, and and i think tony khan is as as well i i, I think it's not as is simple there's definitely some some shit that happened backstage that i can't wait to find out and you know cody going there i don't think it's a bad thing for business it's definitely it's this is great news for for wwe because their product's a little stale let's call it what it is they're stale so i'm hoping mania does give them a jolt you know what i mean so, like you know it gives them that you say what you want every year we we can rag on the product that i mean we we generally mostly do but when it comes down to the big shows when it comes down to content wwe doesn't disappoint no i i again i could pick out i could take their shittiest pay-per-views and pick out something good I, i'm interested that's who i am i'm interested for the edge aj styles match uh i'm very a, a, a heel a heel edge and a baby face Cody Rhodes is very appealing to me. I okay. do not know why. I, I, I like that. Uh but that match I enjoy I'm enjoying to see. I'm waiting to see. And also, listen, I want to hit a glass break and I want I want it to be now I want it to be one more match. I want it to be a full on match, you know. You might get one after Mania. Maybe you get a run. You, I mean, you Austin, Austin said that if he's going to do it, he wants one more run. Yes. He doesn't want a one-off. Yeah. So either they're, either they're setting him up for this or he's just getting a huge payday for the one-off. Which, either way. Either way. Right, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Um, I didn't see NXT, so I don't... I, know I didn't see we'll, it we'll, we'll preview Stand and Deliver next yeah. Friday. AEW, I see. Yeah, and AEW I saw. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was good. It wasn't terrible. It's bouncing the ball forward. You know, yeah. uh, I love the match, um, the eight, the eight man tag. You know, Hardys, you know, Sting, yeah. Darby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell you, Sting, sixty three, sixty four years old. I st- I still can't. I love him so much. I still can't emotionally invest in him with Darby Allen. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's like, just, it's like blah, you know, blah. But, but his so now he, you know, 
the next pay-per-view is a while, a while away now. At some point, there has to be a Sting heel turn, correct? Or, or does Darby go heel? I, I Darby's got to go heel. Sting, I Sting see, you can't, you can't put Sting standalone a heel at that at this juncture in his in, in his. In his no, career. you can't. But you can line him up with let. Let's just say, I mean, they already done it, and they probably wouldn't do it again. I, I was going to say maybe like a heel. Like a heel Ethan Page or, you know, a heel yeah, I'm not, heel Scorpio Sky. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I, I love him so much. He just had a birthday last week. Yeah. I can't emotionally invest in him. I'm sorry. I can't. Yeah, it's but he's, I mean, he's still getting it done in the no, ring. He's, I, I mean, can't believe it. He was okay, man. I mean, that, that, that cinematic thing he did last year. Yeah. Against uh, Pride and Powerful. Yeah. I was like, okay. I mean, he did his thing. Um. I just can't emotionally invest in him right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, anything else on WWE? NXT, uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, AEW. Uh, no. I mean, CM Punk came back this this past week. MJF came back. Yeah, cut a nice promo. Wardlow, is, uh, you know, Wardlow. They're doing a good stuff with online where they 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 pulled his page off the roster page. And that's supposed to be MJF is paying off whoever the you know. So like they they're doing. They're doing really good stuff, and uh, you know me. I like I said, I like to call it like I see it. Uh, AW storyline wise, I mean, it's it's there's not many things that are beating it right now. Uh, other than that, NXT, uh, you know, they're going forward with Tommaso Ciampa against uh, Tony D'Angelo. You know. This is going to be Chompa's last stand. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, NXT. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, cover that next Friday. Yeah. Um, and one more, I like that they're still doing Adam Cole in AEW. Absolutely. The, yeah. And that, and and because you know what, the match was really good. The match was really good. Adam Cole is just fucking money. Yeah. You know he is. He's fucking pretty. He's fucking, fucking brilliant. Money. <laughs> He's brilliant. I'm sorry, but I'm glad they didn't give him the belt right away. Uh you don't even need to give him the belt the second time. I I think you keep the belt yeah, on. You stole the belt. That's yeah, <laughs> I know it's beautiful, and, and like I said, which is which is great, you know. But to me, I I I'm excited for that. I hopefully in the in the coming weeks, you know, we're gonna start spilling out some storylines. You know, MJF. You know, right now MJF against Wardlow is, is it looks like it's slated in, and I'm telling you, I I was not a Wardlow fan at first. He's 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 clear. I always, I always he's, liked he's clearly he's winning yeah. me over. He's yeah. and and especially on the mic, g- dude's good. What do you like? You st- you still like in the Moxley and yeah? I hate the. I, I mean, do we need a freaking name for every faction? Does it need nope. to be the Blackpool Fight Club or They're whatever print, the fuck it's it is? Printed t-shirts, Jay. It's all it is, bro. Uh, you know, at this point, it's just printing t-shirts. I know, and you know, listen, I get it. I love William Regal. I heard his 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 interview, you know, with Jericho. Yes. Wow. Uh, first off. That's that's some powerful stuff. He no, nah, dude. He, we all know. We all know the 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 story, man. It's he's like a Haku type guy, you know. He's he was always a tough dude. He's you know well yeah. respected in the game. But it, you know? but his but you can hear you can hear his respect for the business absolutely. Uh, and, and it's one is one is contagious, but two, it's also. His, you know, what he had to go through medically. I, insane, insane amount of stuff. And I, I, I never would have thought that. And uh, I'm excited to hear the second part of that. But, you know, I'm loving the pairing of Moxley, 
Brian uh, and 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 uh, Brian. I keep calling him Daniel Bryan. I keep too. I keep saying Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. I'm sorry. It's it's still a habit. Um, I I I love the pairing because it's just gonna lead to it. It's just gonna lead to a match, and it's gonna be heel Mox Moxley, and it's gonna be babyface uh, Daniel Danielson. Yeah, I that de- I I have to agree with you. I think. Yep. Um. Anything else on that? Oh no, no, I nothing. I think I think that's it. Yeah, because yeah, next week's the biggest. So it was kind of like an off week. Impact too is making some major fucking noise. Well, Bullet Club basically knocked out the Gorillas. Yeah. So the Gorillas are faces now. Um. So Jay White now has control of Bullet Club. Um. <laughs> Fale's got a new shirt out. Says "fuck them." Yeah. I might have to buy that shirt. Uh, I want to get the boss back on the show soon. I want to ask him why they beat up on uh, the gorillas. Yeah. But Jay White's making some. Yeah. The DJ. He's the only one left. Yeah. Fale, the only OG. Well, no, technically he's not because Carl Anderson. Oh, Carl. Yeah. So, but they call the oh, but the uh, Anderson and Gallo is going back and forth with Tomatonga on social media. I love it. So I mean, it's a de- it's a deal. Um, they're almost done. The semifinals are next week, I believe, with the with the New Japan Cup. Yeah, and I will, we'll talk about that next week when they when they when the finals come. We're gonna get speaking of, uh, we're gonna get down to the brackets real quick. Yeah, I watched the Crockett Cup event on Sunday. Oh, I didn't get a chance to see it yet, dude. The Briscoes won. Yeah, they beat. I'm glad they won. They beat Harry Smith and Doug Williams in the finals. I like that too. It was a good match too. Yeah, by the I gotta, way, Doug, I Williams, check that out. Doug Williams pushing 55. It could still go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. The your new junior heavyweight champion. That belt is gorgeous, by the way, oh, Jay. Oh, homicide! Have you seen it? Have you seen I, the belt? I, I seen. I seen him that with the belt. That belt is gorgeous. And uh, we have Brent. We have a, a new um, national heavyweight champion, which was um, that guy Jack Stain. He he beat the other guy, his, his old partner. The guy was fucking. What's that? Because he was he was crimson at one point. I I call him. I still call him crimson. Yeah, and then of course, fucking Cardona retains oh, against it. Nick Aldis. With Jeff Jarrett as the referee. Jeff Jarrett looking Jack, by the way. Jeff Jack yeah. Jarrett. Jeff J- yeah, Jack Jarrett. Holy um, shit. Cardona gets gets himself gets um Nick Gold is disqualified. Love it. Cause uh wife Chelsea Green gets involved. The v, the his crew gets involved. Uh Mickey Cutlets Mickey, gets in, uh, yep. yeah, she gets involved. Um but yeah, man, I was like, oh, what he he is drawing so much heat right now, man. I love Cardona. It. Yeah. I, I I and and I'm telling you and that's what, and it shows you where, like these guys, like you know, like I said, Cody's another one. You know, you, you think of the first guy who really kind of was like, "Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna cut me from the E. I'm gonna make my name for myself." You know, is Drew McIntyre when he hit the he hit the Indies? Drew Galloway, he fucking killed it everywhere he went, and you know, kind of, I, 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 in my opinion, he was one of the first ones. But man, Cardona just. Fucking belt collector, just nailing it. Seven and, titles, yes, I think. You know, and and I love, I love seeing it. I, I I like this idea that he's, you know, kind of this guy, and he's he he's the same. Like I said, what I, that's what I've been saying is, you go from territory to territory as the same character, the same gimmick. I think it there, there's some money in that, and right now Cardona's doing. He's he's one of them to do it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he's definitely taking care of himself in the Indies, man. Oh God, he's, he's, doing, he's, he's probably he's, making he's probably making as much, if not more, on the Indies. Yeah, God bless him. I think yeah. he, I think he mentioned that like as a shoot. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Um. All right. So before we go to break, <laughs> the only difference is he's got to pay for his food, not in catering anymore. This is true. This is true. <laughs> this is true. He, he got to pay for his food now. He yep. pays his own way. Yeah. Um. 
All right, so we'll go to the mid uh, the mid card March Madness tournament. Hell yeah, this mid-card tournament. Card. I'm dude. I I'm fucking. And I the two guys it. who are headlining are are not mid carders. They are at this point in their yeah. careers, but they're not in general, which is weird. So your first round in the East bracket, Liga beats Sa- Saito, hmm. and Haku beats Ventura. Yeah, right. Scott Steiner beat Bagwell. Dustin that? Rhodes beat Ondorf. Wow, wow. How right? about that? This is all random, by the way, guys. Yeah. this is not me. Okay. Sergeant Slaughter beat Two Cold Scorpio. Wow. And Bam Bam beat the Barbarian. Hey now. Uh, Dusty beat Muda. That would have been a good match to see. Yeah, in Japan it would have been. I, I mean, their 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 timing was a little off, but yeah. you know, and I would love to. Have and seen then that. Pillman beats Oli. Wow. I was hoping for this match. George Steele did beat Virgil, thank God. <laughs> and Doctor Death beat the Repo Man. Okay, yeah. Okay, that has to be. Um, Snooker man. beat Buzz Sawyer, which would have been a good Mid South match. Yeah, in '83. Um, and Earthquake did beat the Z-Man, thank God. Yes. All right. Here's something interesting. King Kong Bundy beats Nikita Koloff. Wow. Right? And Stan Hansen beats Dino Bravo in a strongman side of beef, slab of beef match. Yeah. Right? And then to finish out that round, uh, Marty Jannetty beats Corporal Kirshner. <laughs> yeah, not surprised. And Big John Studd beats um, Lanny Poffo. Setting up your second round... Liger against Haku. Liger wins. Mm-hmm. So he advances to the Sweet 16. Dustin Rhodes beats Scott Steiner. Okay. Wow. He goes to the Sweet 16. Ban- but, see, but see, hold on. I, I, got, I got a little problem with that. I, I, I do too. But I got I a mean, little this, problem this, with this, that. This, I, I do understand. Too. But if you, really, if you really break it down, Scott Steiner in 90, 91 was if, if a, book. A tag team wrestling. He, but he, but you know, he had the match against Flair. If 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 booked correctly, I think he was injured for for most of that those years anyway. But he, if booked correctly, he would have been the next big fucking star. I, I you know, you know, and Dustin was, and the, and the problem was Dustin was booked like the next star, and he not that he wasn't ready. I don't think I don't maybe he maybe that's the right way to say it. he wasn't ready. But oh, that's an upset if I've ever heard one. Bam Bam beat Sergeant Slaughter. Okay. Dusty Rhodes beats Brian Pillman. I'm not Dusty. Listen, if Dusty's booking it, Dusty, will you, how do you think Dusty's going to book it? Dusty's going to book himself over. Yeah. This looks like I wrote the brackets, but I didn't. <laughs> I'm telling you, I swear to God, I didn't do it. <laughs> I'm swear to God. Dr. Death beats uh, George Steele. Yeah. Earthquake beats Snooker. Okay. That's a surprising one. Hanson beats Bundy. Yes. Again, this is Phil. This looks like Phil right Yeah, I'm about to say. It's Phil's booking this. And I, Stud beats Janetti. Okay. Right. Okay. It's getting a big man. Big man fucking bracket. Here's your that so now so now here's your sweet sixteen. Rhodes beats Liger. Okay. Bam Bam loses to Dusty. Huh. Doc beats Quake. And Hanson beats Dusty. I was just thinking, Dusty ain't losing for listen, that, that makes sense. Dusty ain't losing to nobody. So Bam that, Bam's one. So thing. the Elite Eight. So <laughs> Dustin Rhodes fights Dusty. Wow. In the Elite Eight to go to the semis. Hey, now. Okay. And then Hanson beats Steve Williams to go to the semis. So it's Dusty Rhodes and Stan Hanson in, in, in the national semifinals, right? Dusty beats Hanson. Wow. So Dusty's in the finals, okay, in the East bracket. Again, guys, I didn't book this. <laughs> this was fucking random. I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. 
In the Western bracket, your first round, Larry Zabisco defeats Sweet Stan Lean. I know. Magnum T.A. defeats Cowboy Bob Orton. Barry Windham defeats Rick Steiner. Scott Norton defeats the Iron Sheik. Not too bad so far, right? No, that makes sense. Okay. Terry Funk beats Bad News Brown. Now, Bad News Brown, no job for nobody. No, especially not Terry Funk. Yeah. JYD, thank God, beats Ronnie Garvin. There we go. All right. Terry Bam Bam Gordy defeats Dennis Condry. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan, which happens in real life. Kevin Sullivan beats Jimmy Garvin. Okay. Here's an upset for you, Jay. Jumpin' Jim Brunzel defeats the natural Butch Reed. Huh. And another upset, Brutus Beefcake defeats fucking Eddie Gilbert. Yeah, there you go. So, and then um, Bobby uh, Bobby Eaton beats Scott Norton. Adrian Adonis beats Johnny Ace, and rightfully so. Yes. Uh, Ron Simmons defeats Eligante. Andre the Giant beats Terry Taylor. And the Blue Blazer defeats Fit Finley. Wow. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got that wrong. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Blue Blazer defeats defeats Finley. And it was Sika defeating... Uh, who's BJH? Um, who the hell is BJH? I wrote that... The hell? I don't know. Billy Jack Haynes. Billy Jack Haynes, that's right. So Seeker beats Billy Jack Haynes. Okay. Second round. Larry Zabisco beats Magnum TA. Wow. Yeah. Zabisco on the Zabisco machine. Going to the Sweet 16. The cruncher. Yeah. Barry Windham defeats Scott Norton. Wow. Uh, you know what, though? 80, 87 Barry Windham? I could see it. This happened in real life because I saw it at the garden. Terry Funk beating JYD. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan beats Terry Gordy. Wow. To go to Sweet 16. Jim Brunzel defeats Brutus Beefcake. Well, listen, Beefcake, you know, he, he had that fucking upset. Yeah. That's, his luck ran out there. So fucking Brunzel going to the Sweet 16. There you go, Eric, <laughs> if you're listening. Um, Bobby Eaton beat Adrian Adonis. Uh, Andre beats Ron Simmons. And the Blue Blazer defeats... Uh, I'm sorry, and Sika defeats the Blue Blazer. Wow, <laughs> that's an upset. upset. Yeah. Major upset. Okay. And now we go to Sweet 16. Barry Windham beats Larry Zabisco. Terry Funk beats Kevin Sullivan. Whoa. Bobby Eaton finally knocks out Brunzel. Okay. And Andre defeats Sika. Right now, Andre. Go now to Elite Eight. Barry Windham defeats Terry Funk, and Andre defeats uh, Bobby Eaton. Wow, Andre just fucking nailing it. Listen, this 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 could be accurate. Now, I'm thinking Andre goes to the finals, right? Again, he, he can't beat Barry Windham. I mean, he's not going to be Barry. He, he he can't lose to Barry Windham. He does. There you go. Barry Windham goes to the to the to the, to the finals. Put the kid over if anybody so, deserves it. So it's the Widowmaker against Dusty Rhodes. Wow, how about that? It's, a, it's almost it's almost like you fucking booked it. Yeah, I'm a jerk off. I was like, hey, you did that, Phil. No, I didn't. I did the fucking spin. <laughs> I, I, I did the spin the wheel, make the deal gimmicks. It's almost like you booked it. 
What the hell? Oh, I have, I have to. I've been streaming this for a while, so I have to hit the button. Or they're gonna do that. All right. You want to take a quick break, Let's sir? Do a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll plug all our pals. That's what we do here in Terminal Throwbacks. All right, Terminal Throwbacks. It's Phil. It's Jay. It's the uh, no chat room tonight, though. No chat room. We'll be right back. Live to tape. Live to tape. <laughs> Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge. Have some laughs because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10:15 p.m. on rantemradio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your hosts of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. This is Bob Orton, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks.
That's how Drowning I'm, Pool. That's Drowning Pool. That's who performed. That's, that was the WrestleMania this song. Must, oh, this was the WrestleMania song. This guy died too, didn't he? Yeah. Her, uh, I don't know his name. Know, all these new rock, new metal, NU metal, new yeah. metal of the early 2000s. Well, I know it was saliva. I know saliva. I, I, you know what? Not, not for nothing. I've seen Saliva a handful of times. Yeah. Really good live. I did a, I did a thing last night on Facebook. Someone like you know, did like a whole list of favorite things. This, I like this, I like that. And one of the, one of the questions were bands that surprised you, and it was Nickelback doing Metallica songs. I told you I, that. Nickel, listen, I they were good. They were good live. I'm not gonna, you know, everybody makes fun of them, but they're fucking. They were good, man. I heard, I heard the lead singer say something, and it's pretty accurate. And, you know, they 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 had no problem making fun of themselves. He's like, with a cilantro of music. Either you love us or you fucking can't, or we taste like dish soap to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was mean, like, you know bands, what? Man. You're right. Yeah, new metal. I remember early 2000. I was knee deep. I just had started my EMS career at that point. Yeah. And it was like fucking, and then System of a Down came out. And yeah. They weren't really new metal, but. I, I love Saliva. I was, I was a big Saliva bands. fan. Did you like Creed and all those bands? I like, you know, yeah, listen, I, did I like too. Creed. Yeah, exactly. I liked all those, all that shit. I liked, um,. I, I did like a little Limp Biscuit. I saw them live at Ozfest, you know. But listen, man, it is what it is. It's uh, it's fantastic, by the yeah. way. Yeah. All right, are you ready for your throwback, partner? I'm ready. All right, let's do it up. And now, here is your throwback of the week, sponsored by the Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. Well, I got to tell you, shout out to Shaylin, by the way. Shaylin was very excited about this episode. Yeah, this I'm, is... I'm pissed that it wasn't live, but it's okay. It's... Yeah, this was, um, you know, even like to do like a like a watch along or something. Like that. Although it's a long, long, it's a long while. I watched it in about three days. <laughs> right. I had no choice. This is WrestleMania 18. This is the 18th annual WrestleMania edition, uh, edition of the, of the Mania series. Um, presented by Sour Skittles. Yeah. Took place on March 17, 2002 at the Sky Dome in T-Dot. Oh, Love yeah. Sky Dome. I was, in t- I was actually there that year in May. Oh, no shit. I went Memorial Day weekend oh, for, against uh, the Cleveland Indians. I, I, went, to, I went to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah. But uh, you can with, with the Hockey Hall of Fame, you can actually stamp your hand, and you can go out and come back. Oh, no shit. Like you, when you're when you in the band, you put yeah. the, the, the bracelet on you. That was me. So I went to see them play Cleveland. It was They were terrible. But the Sky Dome is a, a site. Now yeah. it's called the Rogers Center. It's where the Toronto Blue Jays play still. A fucking great facility, by the way. I, I, I tell you, um, if WWE gets anything ever correct, it's always with the crowd shots. And, uh, you know, quite a few times when, when somebody would win, 
They would time it perfectly. They'd pan out and the crowd would stand up. It just looks fucking amazing. The lighting in there was beautiful. This is the final WWF event. Yes, before they got the F out. They got the F out. Um, This is the second Mania in Toronto. The first one was obviously WrestleMania WrestleMania 6, 1990, 12 years prior. The record with the 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 um the the record the attendance record was sixty eight thousand two hundred thirty seven. Yeah, it grossed six point one million, which is about three point. The dollar yeah. was good though, but yeah. by, because I remember bringing a thousand dollars in cash, and my homegirl who I stayed with, she got me and my friends we stayed with her. She, was, she I grew up with her. She got deported to back to Romania, but her parents instead of going back to Romania, they went to they went to Canada. Canada. Yeah. And she was she goes she's working at a bank. She's like, I got, I gotta go work at a bank for a few hours today. She goes, You going you going sightseeing? I'm like, Yeah. She goes, How much money you got on you? I was like, she goes, Give me five hundred. I was like, All right, give five hundred. She goes back with seven fifty. I was like, Dope. Whoa. I was like, Dope. <laughs> and this was the very first um access. Yeah. In the automotive building, the Canadian exhibit building where they have all the car shows in the counter and shit. Which is pretty cool. Like you said, we we, we mentioned it before about, you know, I mean what it would ultimately become. Yeah, J- Jr. And, and the King on the stick. You had uh, Jonathan Coachman doing the uh, backstage gimmicks. Yeah, which gets abused. Which is perfect. I, I, I tell you, I I think I I seen something. Uh, I forget where I seen it. Um, but Co- Coach was uh, not doing any 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 more interviews about wrestling or something like that. And he seems pretty eh. seems pretty sour about his last run. I think. You know what the problem is? No one took him seriously. Yeah, and he's actually a knowledgeable dude. He's oh, a good very. sport. Yeah, so I feel like he's jaded. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If that makes any sense, right? Well, he he was he was on the call on Raw, and then you know, and I and I'm not gonna say rightfully so because I actually really enjoyed Renee uh, on commentary. But basically, Coach got replaced for Renee. Uh, they wanted a female female voice on Raw in 2000. Uh, what nineteen? Yeah, when he came back, and then he was kind of relegated to doing pre-show duty, and that was it. So yeah, it sounds like it's something pretty sour, but but don't but don't ruin your whole career. You oh, have a, I agree. You have a whole lot. You have a whole career that you've done. Well, he's stuff. doing. He's. I just. I was just listening. I was watching golf last week. The players' championship. Uh, the players' championship, and and coach was calling it. So I I really enjoyed it. But okay, coach. Coach. Yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> But yeah, you go from you go from WrestleMania to to the Players Championship. That's that's kind of a fall down. Okay. Well, so uh, people who uh, first of all, I don't play golf. I know you're you're a golf guy, right? Yeah. Uh, I I could see why pe- I I know I Steph's brother, her dad, her her father. They all play. They all play golf. Um, I I have a lot of friends who do it. I can't get into it. Um, I'll go if you let me drive the car. Yeah. And drink. Other than that, I have no. I have. I'll. I'll be the driver. I like to drive the ball. It's all. Yeah. But I don't see watching it on TV is the absolute most boring fucking thing in my life. <laughs> How is it? Is 2022 and you still have guys going? Here's Wood on the par six. He looks good, Jim. <laughs> what do you think? Well, well Bob, if we stay real quiet, yeah, he may make this birdie. He. Uh, you see, he. Uh, he's, he's eating a nut in Nature Valley bar right over there. Yeah. And here's his caddy. Here's his caddy, Steve. Steve's an Aquarius. <laughs> he likes twizzles and long walks on the beach. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it, it on, used man. to be. It used to be my Sunday morning hangover uh, routine. I, I think it was to... everybody's hangover Sunday because I, I, again, I, I'm a sports guy. So if something's going on, I want to see it. You know, 
Yeah. Um, but I, I, it's almost as bad as watching that cornhole championship shit. You ah, know? I love that. I love I love playing cornhole, but to watch it on t- competitively, I can't. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Ah, all right. I digress. I digress. Your opening, actually, your pre-match, your Sunday Night Heat match. Yeah. Okay. Was yeah. Rikishi, Scotty Too Hotty, and Albert beating. Mr. Perfect. Oh, my God. That's Lance right. Landstorm and Test. That's with right. With Jackie as the special guest referee. I forgot that uh, that Perfect stayed around for a little bit after after Royal Rumble. Yeah, That's man. Right. Yeah, man. All right. This is a good opening match, man. I lo- I lo- it was a little short. It was a oh, little no, I mean, short. Yeah, but, yeah, again, but you mentioned the length of the card. Yes. This is why. This, yeah, exactly. This is, this is why they did. They do two nights now. Well, this is why Hogan, you know, Hogan and you know Rock got their time. Triple H and, and Jericho got their time. Dave Moore Austin did. got their time. That four way corners match got some time. Yeah, that got a lot of time. But yeah, you know, I, I'm not saying. Listen, I, at that point, we're looking at this in hindsight. This was a great match, uh, but I tell you, was there anybody bigger in O2 than than Rob Van Dam? Honestly, honestly, I granted. Okay, Austin, Austin's in his own stratosphere. He's the he's the most over thing, but he Rob Van Dam in O two was was the Omega of two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. That's a great comparison because you're fresh off of the ECW run yes. that died a year before, and Rob Van Dam is the um, he's the number one contender now for the for the IC title, which. Yep. The progression of him, like you said, and on top of that, the the forcible entry CD is now out. <laughs> they were throwing it down off. Saliva road. opened up. Yeah, Johnny Pooh performed, but they're forcing it down your throat. And that song, one of a kind, to this day, is probably one of their best songs ever. I agree. Right? I have to agree. And and you have to understand something. I think Jim Johnson knew that because we all know what Rob Van Dam's music was in ECW. Yeah, exactly. Right. So Pantera, you got so. You know, and and it, and there's something to be said about that too with the with the entrance music. Like it, it's not the same now. Like I I can't tell you like a good theme song now, but you know Nakamura. I think was I know. Like I, the like last good I like Nakamura's. I like Seth Rollins. Yeah. I like I love Kevin Owens. Oh, Kevin Owens is good. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I forgot about that. But yeah. He, um, but then, like you said, you listen to what he had, and 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 that was, you know, this is a watered down Rob Van Dam. And, you know, I've always said this about Rob, like I'm huge Rob Van Dam fan. But, you know, at what point is he putting together the match or is he reacting? Is he listening? Is he taking directions? Whatever the case may be, he was on top of it. And in 02, there was nobody that was more popular. And if you could you could have if you didn't give Triple H the belt that night, Rob Van Dam could have walked away with the belt, and the crowd would have went fucking nuts. Yeah, he's fresh off ECW. He was their longest reigning television champion. He put on amazing matches. Uh, Rob Van Dam was, was such a great performer, and, it, and and he's a Hall of Famer, rightfully so. Yeah. Um, William Regal, there's nothing. It can't be said. I, I mean, what what William Regal match have you not seen where he gets a nose busted, a lip busted, or whatever? You know, and he loses the IC title. And he lo- and he lost the IC title here to uh, to Rob Van Dam. I love the brass knucks thing. Yeah, yeah. I, the power of the punch. Lola, Lola on this show was great. I, I mean, he's only he's only fallen to Jr. is number two because there's obviously there's only the two of them, but Jr. was just masterful. Oh, he was great this whole time. Masterful, yeah. absolutely. 
out there, four hours, got, you know, probably wore black pants so he could fucking piss himself. By God. You know, but he, he was masterful. And, uh, you know, I love this match. I, I, I thought this was a good match. I just wish you would have had a little bit more time, uh, see a little bit more work between, especially, and I think it's just because I'm, I, I have a huge William Regal um, kind of uh, feeling right now. So I wish I would have wanted to see a little bit more of it. But I, I loved it. I enjoyed this match. And we keep the title changes rolling. Uh, your next match is for the European Championship. <laughs> Christian defends against Diamond Dallas Page. You know, I was reading the European Championship. I, I, I completely forgot about reading about this years ago, but I, I forgot how it came across. But you know, the whole Christian. You know, Vince apparently wasn't a big fan of Christian. Uh, like he, you know, just didn't. He said he had a punchable face or whatever. He, I forget whatever he said. He wanted to put the blue dot over his face. And then all of a sudden, during that promo, he does that face. He does the face like the he's supposed to be doing the positively page face, and, hey. he, and he does that. And I just go, no wonder why he wanted to put a blue dot over his fucking face. Uh, but um, Christian's fucking underrated, man. And we we said that before too. He's he's, he's he was good, man. He was good. Yeah, he's he was underrated. Good. I'm glad. I unfortunately, everything in life is about timing. If you really think about it, Edge, you know, you, you can make you can't make the Rockets comparison to Edge and Christian because it's unfair to Christian. Um, but be that as it may, uh, Edge clearly was 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 the, the his star just shined brighter, I guess, compared to the two. But I think he was more marketable, too. Yeah. You know, he has, that's what I saw in him. But he but God, Christian's I mean, listening to his podcast, like Christian's just so fucking good. He uh, but he um. But his in works, his in works in ring stuff, excuse me, uh, was just fucking top notch. I mean, I'm gonna say for argument's sake, you know, on this on this whole entire card, I, I mean, Christian is inside the ring, top three, hands down, inside the ring. Him, Rob whole, Van Dam, on this whole, yeah, it's it's interchangeable. You know what I mean? Triple H, Jericho, Jericho, yeah, you got a, you got now you got a lot of players on this, but I but. But if you had to line them up, Jared Kurt Angle, yeah, we'll get into that but you know what I mean. But yeah. but I think Christian is always in an. He in can that hang with them. He yes. can hang with yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and Page on his own, uh, I almost kind of forget. Thank God we watch a lot of WCW, but Page in O two was really good. He was excellent here. Great shape. Yeah, I'm glad he got his great reaction from the crowd. Yeah, you know, because there's got to be something to that, and we'll see a little bit later with Booker T. You know, um, not many people know who who Paige is per se. You know, unless you're like a big wrestling fan. But he he was from, you know, WCW. But he had a huge reaction in 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 Toronto, and it was very good to see. I'm kind of glad, you know, uh, Paige won. It, it kind of you forget that he had that moment in uh, WWE because when you think of Paige, you don't think of his WWE run. Which is kind of and that's not a sucks. bad thing, Jay. It's not a bad thing. It's definitely not a good thing, but it's not a bad thing. <laughs> and uh, but I enjoyed the match. Yeah, and this match had decent time. Uh, that diamond cut it all. I I wish there was a little bit of a better transition. You know, it's WrestleMania, and and listen, you know, I'm being nitpicky, but you're you, definitely nitpicking on this. But you know, it's WrestleMania. Page is supposed. It's it, his gimmick is it comes out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't think of a better transition for, for the diamond cutter instead of just set him up. 
They're do probably it. they're probably worried about time at this point. I'm sure. I'm sure that might have played a factor. Nerves, jitters. It's WrestleMania, dude. But it's Diamond, like, yeah, but DDP, he, he he's writing on his stuff on a legal sketch pad in the back. I get it, but it's WrestleMania, bro. <laughs> Anybody, listen, if you if you get a chance to perform on the biggest stage, the grandest stage of them all, and you got fucking twelve matches, I feel like these guys were like, like literally, in you know. Um, like on a bunch of nerves, like it's. I agree, but it, it's it's my it's my you know backup quarterback analogy. Yeah, you're definitely nitpicking on that. It, it's my backup quarterback. If this was like a Monday I, Night I, Raw, I, I, I if this I was pay, like Monday Night Raw, I agree with you. Here's, but. here's the thing: I pay you as a backup quarterback. Oh, I pay you to be ready to play. All right, Bill Belichick. You know what I mean? All right. So all right. In my in my hand, I, I'm not nowhere near phoned it in. I'm just saying, looking at it now, like. You had that great transition with Eddie Guerrero. I mean, Christian could have came up with something, I, you know, or or DDP could have came up with something. I'm just nitpicking. That's all. Let's keep the um, let's keep the, the train rolling. The championship uh, matches rolling here. Uh, Goldust f- goes against uh, Maven for the Hardcore Championship. This this is where this is the uh, lightning that WWE wants to catch with the 24/7 belt that they're just failing to get. Um, the 24-7 rule was great. Uh, it was done well here. I, I think it was a little too much. We kept oh, going yeah, back to yeah, it. Yeah, it was the Hurricane, Molly Holly, Christian. Yeah. Yeah, so. I kind of enjoyed the Christian. Spike Dudley. Yeah, I, I, I kind of enjoyed that. But, um, you know, Maven getting a big WrestleMania match. Who, I mean, how many people can ever say that? Oh, Maven had his rub with Taker, and they kept him for a little while. He did the whole tough enough thing. Yeah. He's actually still wrestling. He's wrestling for for Tommy Fierro. Yeah, ISPW. He's like I think he's actually uh, the manager of the champion at this point. And I think he's gonna. I think he's going. I think he's gonna. Is he gonna have a a match in GC? He's having a match somewhere else. I believe too. so. Yeah. He's, 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 he's recently resurfaced again. Yeah. yeah. I heard last. I heard he was he was he was working. I don't know if he was bouncing or he was doing something, but in a club in the city. I was always like, you know, always want to run into him. But <laughs> what do you say to him? Hey, Maven. No. Hey, exactly. Like, <laughs> hey, Maven, <laughs> what have you done? You know, you had you had, you had your fifteen what minutes. You want to talk to me for? Yeah, what the fuck? You had your fifteen minutes. All right, now I'm giving you fifteen seconds. Hey, yeah. Maven, what's going hey, on? Hey, Maven. Uh, but uh, you know, listen, two thousand two, tough enough was a big thing. Two thousand one, you know, that's when it, when it came out. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Gold dust here looked great. What Sorry. can you do? You know, what can you do here? Uh, but he, I think he just come back that year. Yeah, I love he, Gold Dust. He just come back that year. So <laughs> I love him so much. You know. He was one of my favorites. I remember I was bouncing, and uh, speaking of bouncing in the club, yeah, there you go. And um, in between like the weekends, I would go like I would stop and like um, getting like a to be a big deal. Twenty four hours like Walgreens, you know, like that Eckers and all this other shit. There was one particular one on Queens Boulevard. I would see a girl, and then I'd go on the train, whatever. And they had, like, these, um, they would always have, like, toys. Uh-huh. Like, some, I get, I'm getting, like, Gatorade and whatever. And and then I, I see a, a ben, these bendies, like, these wrestling bendy figures, and I had a gold dust one. I, <laughs> I just bought it just to have. And and, and I, my friend was like, I can't, she's like, I can't, I like this. Is this the guy you showed me with the wig? I'm like, yeah. yeah. So I had this Bendy for like, for years, man. And I, I just liked his character. He was so fucking, and Dustin, listen, to, to his credit, and he's in the finals of our, of our mid-card gimmick, 
But Dustin was the Dustin put the work in, man. Oh, without a doubt. He's fighting Lance Archer tonight in Texas. Oh, really? On on, on uh, our rampage. On rampage, yeah. Oh, okay. So everybody dies. So we'll see how that goes. And nah, like I said, Dustin, and, and you know, in the nineties, he was called the natural for for an obvious reason. Yeah, he definitely uh, got more more Dusty Trace than Cody did, though. Uh, yes, I would say so. Yeah, the way he the his. I, obviously, both of them combined don't have as much charisma as Dusty, but you know, um, you know, Dustin had it. Yeah. He had it. Uh, let's move right along. Kurt Angle versus Kane. Yeah, Mayor Kane here, <laughs> looking in great shape. By the way, Kane wasn't never in bad shape. Though, I don't think. Yeah, he wasn't. He definitely wasn't. He, um, Kurt Angle, like you said, still new to the company. Did no wrong. He's a year in, year or two in at this yeah, point. Yeah, and. Uh, it's just weird to know, like you know, what what he looks like now, and you know, what, just weird to see Kurt with hair sometimes. <laughs> it's I, I, Kurt Angle still looks fantastic still a shape. Beast. Fantastic shape here, and you know he won the, in '96 in Atlanta. He won the gold medal medal with with, the, a, with a broken freaking neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just putting that out there for those he, who didn't know. He, uh, you know, but this this match this match was I thought this match was good. It it, it showcased Kane a little bit. You know, he. Uh, you know, he can because he was always doing. He's always the big man, but he can wrestle a little bit, obviously. And uh, I always like to see. Uh, you know, to me, it went on. It was I. I forget how long it was, but it it went on. But there was really no bad. Ma- if you had to put a bad match on the card, like it's not this one. It, you know, the hardcore match, but there was no substance to this match. Where like every other match kind of had something to it. Like, you well, know, it did, from what I remember, it didn't have enough. Of a build. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. You know, so. But, but it, uh, it was a good match nonetheless, though. He beats Kane. Um, yeah, yeah I, and obviously he's the heel. He used the ropes to win, you know. like So to me, it did make sense, but. It was always weird seeing Kane as a face, though. It is, because he's not supposed to be. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a monster. He's, yeah, he's not supposed to be. You want to talk about build-up, though. This. The next match. Loved it. So, Ric Flair, um... Gets because he he gets called out by Taker, I believe, at this point. He gets called out because he Taker wants to fight him. Yeah, and Flair the Flair says no. So Taker, being Taker at this point, the the bad the badass, the, the badass biker Taker, he goes and um jumps David is, Flair. Is first. he is he big? E- I think he's big evil. Big Taker. evil, yeah, my yard. Yeah, he goes and jumps twenty three year old David Flair, throws awesome. him a, throws him a beating. Awesome, and then. To put the icing on the cake, yep. he jumps on Anderson, yep. of all people, and throws him a beating. Bloodies him up, too. So now you're forcing Ric Flair to fight The Undertaker, who's undefeated at Mania, by the way, still. Yeah, and this, this was his 10th one, yes. Yeah. No so, disqualification. So what's really kind of interesting about this is Flair's story about when he got— when he. He, uh, he, when he got signed, he wasn't supposed to wrestle. He wasn't, they were like, we don't want you to wrestle. We just want you to be an on-screen personality. Yeah, that, went, that, that lasted went. all, what, he had a match. Minutes. He had a match in Royal Rumble with, with, with Vince McMahon, which was, had no business being as good as it was, but it was good. <laughs> he, um, but he, uh, so this was his first wrestling match, his first WrestleMania match since WrestleMania 8, which we'll be doing next week. Um, and Flair has gone on record multiple times saying that he, he, you know, being in WCW really, you know, 
ruined his confidence in the sense of and and I don't think it's I don't think it's the right way to say it ruined his confidence, but it just it kind of just beat him down. The idea of being second and all this stuff. He he had no confidence in his game and he's he really credits uh Taker to you know, to help build his confidence. And they had this match and there's there's one excellent spot. Well there's two excellent spots, but the the one magical one we'll talk about, but the the one where Flair goes to do the Flair turnover the turnbuckle spot, uh, he misses it up, and Flair tells a story where Undertaker just comes at him, comes back to him, and goes, "Hey, you want to try that again, kid?" And and it's like this magical thing where he he all of a sudden you know he puts him in, puts him to the turnbuckle. Flair does it. And Flair said it was from then on that really built up his confidence to have you know back in the ring and you know and he he really hides it in high regard. I think um one of Le- one of Flair's last marriages. I think I think Taker was there when he oh when he married Fifi, he he was there and all this stuff. And he really kind of really thanks re- really thinks highly of Taker, which who doesn't? But and vice versa because Taker always always puts always put Ric Flair over. I, I, I love this match. I, yeah. I love this match. The yeah, story was great. Yeah. And the the crowd, the crowd was really How about Flair? first of all, let's very un uncharacteristic of the nature boy. Runs to the ring. Yes. And goes right for a fucking takedown. Which is great. Right. Because you when you look at this is Ric Flair, dude. Yeah. This is, you know, I'm the man. He's the man. I, I'm Space Mountain. I walked the aisle. I've walked that aisle. He always said that I walked that aisle. But he wasn't. He wasn't having that this this time. He wasn't having it. He was like, you know what? If he he knew the task at hand, and to the build to the storyline, right? Yeah. And I feel like there's if there's anybody who's going to tell stories like that in 2002, yeah. All the young kids in the back who's watching the fucking curtain, take a take a take a uh, a lesson from this. Well, how many times did Flair ever run to the ring? I, I never I mean, saw him. I, run. I would say zero. You know what I mean? And and you're fighting and oh two. I think it's fair to say that Taker had his his respect that he had, um, you know that that every, we always talk about with him. I think it's fair to say that he had that in O two where he was the oh, guy everybody twelve went to. years in at that point didn't leave you, you know, know and I, and and Flair is very cognizant of that stuff. If Flair is anything, he's genuine. I I I think behind closed doors. I think sometimes he you know. No, I mean they they mentioned it on the evil thing. He put the business before everything. Yeah, which was basically his downfall as well in his personal life. Yeah. So if you're doing that, you're gonna have that respect for what you're doing. Yeah. You're gonna put the the emphasis is always gonna be there, and even at forty nine, fifty years old at this point, he's yeah. fucking putting the work in. You and know? and you know they get they no no DQ they 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 you know they both get color, which you know. At this time, they they were still doing it, but it's funny because you had it, it was kind of early in the night, you know, just a fourth or fifth match in. But you know, at that point, who else gets color? And then it turns out to be nobody the rest of the, the rest of the night. So it actually it made it feel that much more special. And without a doubt, if it wasn't for the greatest match on this card tonight, this would be in the running, yeah. uh, because because of the story told and. Flair is just uh, once again. I'm gonna just a master at his craft of, uh, of of selling it inside the ring and 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 everything. And, and Taker kind of uh, you know 
a small. There was a lot of punches being thrown, but it, even there was there was small amounts of wrestling, chain not chain wrestling, but small amounts of wrestling. And the greatest moment clearly is you know when Flair gets he gets uh, no Taker gets Flair down, and all of a sudden the crowd turns around and there's fucking double A. And all of a sudden, just comes in and feeds in the for the fucking spine buster. Crowd went fucking ape shit. Yeah, and this crowd was amazing. That it, it really was. Not even so much that, but even even just you know, on has gone on to say that there's only a few. There's only a few. Uh, um, what's it called? There's only a few spine busters I have left, and one of them should be for the taker. And and it was great the way it's done. Uh Taker selling it the way he did. God, it was just a mat. That was fucking magic right there. And that tombstone that he lays into to Flair, uh, you know, looked looked as real as probably as anything in the world could look. If you ask me my opinion, you know, and just beautiful stuff. I love this match. I, you know, we obviously everybody loves the 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 other match, but this one far better. I, I, you know, way better than my expectations ever would have said. Let's keep it moving. Your next match was Edge versus Booker T. Yeah, this was, you know, Edge's second time at a WrestleMania inside the Sky Dome. Uh, you know, first time was WrestleMania six. He was a visitor. He was, he was about seventy five rows back. Yep. Um, but uh, you know, Booker T, you know, his wife getting into the Hall of Fame this year. You know, you kind of you kind of always look at Booker T for his WCW run. But he he really did kind of have an underrated WWF run, well, WWE. Run. I mean, we know we told the story before how when he when we did the invasion angle, how they only kept a couple of guys. Yeah, and Booker T and 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 DDP and, and a couple you know a couple other guys, but they like in, in, it just you know his Booker T is probably next to Arn Anderson my favorite TV champion. You know. Yeah. Um. Nah, he, this was good. Edge grew up in that neighborhood. Like, he can walk to the fucking Sky Dome from where he lived. Yeah. So, for him to be in this match in front of his home crowd, I'm sure his mom was there. His mom pa- has passed recently, but a couple as of since a couple years ago. But that, for him to have this match, this was probably one of his launching pad matches where his, his, his like you said, the soul thing came into into play. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't a bad match. Uh, You know, Booker T playing the heel. Booker T was always a good heel. He was always, and he's funny too. As fuck, his promo was good. Yeah, he talked about how he was smart he was and how. But it's just like that. This was the match again about the fucking Japanese, uh, Chinese, whatever the hell it was, the yeah. hair commercial. Yeah, like yeah. you know, like you know, I I get it. You know, and like we were saying about how the Kurt Angle Kane match kind of maybe possibly lacked storyline. Like this match. Could have lacked storyline, and I would have been just as happy. There was no sizzle to it in terms of story. Yeah, um, it was just a filler, which is fine. I liked the match. Edge had to win. He's the home. I mean, normally the home crowd guys don't get the rub, but whatever. He gets the rub. He wins the match. Um, you know, so he beats Booker T. And bless you, they have to keep it moving because at this point, this, it, it, it's all time constraints. Well, this so. it now, so this is where it kind of gets like a little weird because it now all of a sudden, because this match seemed very quick. It was very fast paced. It was. Uh, and you talk about Steve Austin, Scott Hall. No, I was I'm talking, talking about Edge, uh, Edge, yeah, and, Edge Booker and Booker T. T. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they didn't. Get, this was a long match, a long night, but they had a lot of performances, like music performances, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And I, and you know what? At first, I really wanted to shit on it, but then, like as you think about it. 
you got to go. You got you think about it as Vince wanted to turn this into what it is now, the super the Super Bowl of it, and the Super Bowl always has a, a performances. So halftime. So show. so Vince is going. Well, they got one. We're gonna have three. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You know, so like I I get so at, at so at first I wanted to shit on it, and I'm like ah, you know what? It does make sense. But yeah, you could see the next the next match. It it, it started to. Uh, the, the time started to get chopped down a little bit here. So the story here is Vince McMahon wants to rid Steve Austin once and for all. Well, he wants to rid the WWE. Right. Now, how else do you how else do you take take out the WWE? But you take out their greatest. You inject it with a poison. Yeah, you inject it with the poison. Like we talked about last month. The NWO. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and and Scott Hall, Scott Hall was the. Uh, uh, from what I read, from what I read, this was agreed upon very early. In the return of 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 Hall and Nash, yeah, Hall and and Austin really want to work with each other. Apparent, apparently, yeah, yes and no. I, I I think yes, they wanted to work together, but if you follow Stone Cold's career and you hear him talk about it at this time, Vin, uh, Austin leaves not too long after this. He's he, burnt he, out. Right, takes his ball, goes home. He's burnt out from creative uh i remember reading uh you know stuff about how he he would talk shit about the creative for him and you know the writers didn't have anything that that he excuse me that he liked he um and knowing that when i when he would walk that when he walked down to the ring on wrestlemania 18 he did look a little like boo-boo face like little pissed yeah. off but now you you, you got to understand Austin's the biggest fucking star uh, WWE ever had. Uh, you know, he drew more money than Hogan. I, I mean, possibly because of inflation, but I think even overall, I think he drew more money. Um, but, you know, his placement on the card, you know, the Rock-Hogan match was booked highly. It was really anticipated. Um, you can't put that in the spot. Um and the main event, that you know, the title is always supposed to be the main event. I think we all stand by that same thing. Um, so that match had to go on last. So I think just by process of elimination, Austin fell into this spot. And I think he was very unhappy about his card placement. And I think that played into his... He's got. I know he said about it... He said it to Hall when he had Hall on his podcast. He goes, he, he felt like he didn't give him... The, the, right, the correct. Right. Well, that's effort. what I was going to get. Like yeah. he wanted to work with him, but at that time he was just really a fucking. I think he was burnt out. It was just a, yeah. yeah, a lot of everything. But you could see it, like, and it's and it's a shame to see. Um, because like I said, the match was, wasn't bad. though. Match was good. Match was it was okay. What was now? What was really interesting to read about too was that Kevin Nash. They they purposely left Kevin Nash off the card because apparently Hall. They didn't know if he was going to be you know. Uh, Reliable, I guess to say, because of what was going on at the time, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know, suffering with alcohol abuse and, and and all that stuff, and he, you know, obviously he made it, looked in good shape. He that all that all happened, and he, um, you know, it was a good match. I think it was a really really good match, and by and large, the greatest slide into a ring I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Jack Doan looked like he jumped from the foul line. And just slid across did the it, ring, did, right did, it to an elbow drop. Did an MJ? It's an un. It was. It's the greatest referee slide I've ever seen in my life. Made it three quarters <laughs> of the ring to be met with a fucking elbow by Kevin Nash. Um, 
and then on top of the greatest sell to a stunner ever with uh with Scott Hall taking the second stunner and then just being blown sky high. Um yeah, I you know the storyline, the backstage, the real stuff is more uh more you know satisfying to me than I think the the actual match. Uh if you ask me my opinion, but the match was good. We only had Austin for one more WrestleMania after that anyway, so until uh, now. Yeah, well, yeah, till now. But I you know, overall it once again, it's placement, it's timing, and we we didn't get an Austin, we didn't get an Austin Hogan match, and I I I kind of want to delve dive into that when we talk about Hogan, but because I have I have a few thoughts. Yeah, we're about almost that. there. We're almost there. Yeah, we got one more match to go before that. So your your next match was for the WWE WWF Tag Team Championship. It was a was a four way, four way, four corners, whatever it is. Yeah, four corners match. Billy and Chuck were the champions. Billy 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 Gun Chuck Palumbo. You. So good to me. Uh, anyway, uh, I miss I miss what's his face though the manager Rico. Oh Rico, hey Rico Charles, yeah. Charles, <laughs> hey Charles, uh, hey Booster. Yeah, he's got a lot of medical issues. By the way, he was he's been, he's a good friend of um, what's his face the guy uh the guy who Cornette was not friends with anymore the um the hell was it oh um the star maker Kenny Boland Kenny Boland yeah yeah he's on Boland's podcast all the time yeah they're they're really good friends. Um, against uh, the against the APA, Dudley's with Stacy Keebler and the Hardy Boys. Now, can we talk about Stacy Keebler's ass? Christ. I I'm telling you, I'm I'm a tit guy, yeah. so I love I love me big big sloppy titties. I love titties, but you get me a nice shit locker. Holy and- crap. Man, and apparently they made a statue of her at Access. Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't do that these days. Can you imagine being the guy who makes that statue? You couldn't. You couldn't do that these days. Take a picture with with a, with the Stacy Keebler's ass. You can't take. You can't do but that. But like these days. her ass was perfect, bro. Yeah, she's a tall glass of water to begin with. Beautiful woman. Yeah, she's beautiful. Really good. She's really woman. good looking. Yeah, and um, but that ass and he and he and he zoom in on it a couple oh, times. Man, like, man, that's like if. She could do anything with that ass. Yep. She could be an adult star, actress, uh, musician, and she would get just ass. Was Was David Flair banging her at this time? Because they were because they were I don't together know. for I a know while. George Clooney smashed that too. Uh, yeah, well, listen, George Clooney is George Clooney. George Clooney is yeah, true, but, but this was a this was a, this match was all right. You know, bad. you, you got to get you got to get their pay. You know, they, these guys got to get their paydays too, and and all that stuff. Um, you know, once again. It's just they would they would plague by time. It's 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 a shame to say. But they all know? got their spots in though. They oh without a doubt. Yeah, you know, and like I said, the year prior, um, they had the TLC match, which was just, you know, out of this world. So you know, this was a good change of pace in the in the sense of they that they couldn't follow it up though. Yeah, because but, it's but you know, but how do you try to follow you don't try to follow it. So like th- I think this was the only Transition and I think it kind of made sense. I, I if you ask me, my I opinion, agree. No, I agree. It kind of made sense. I I liked it. I I, I like this match. Um, you know, you forget you forget how over, you know, Billy and Chuck actually were. They really were over. If you think about, oh it. no, they were good. They were and and they they they're good though. Yes, and and like I said, what they did with it, uh, you know, the storyline, how they danced on the line of everything, it really. It really was good, and uh, you know, I, I I enjoyed the match. I you know, for all it was, like I said, 
APA, this is the start of APA. No more acolytes, no more writing on the chest, the hieroglyphics, whatever that fuck it was. You know, this was just a straight ass-kicking, beer-drinking fucking APA, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed a lot of. So, you know, to me, it was a good match. Uh, but they were plagued by, they had to hold on to time. They had to hold, you know, they had to hold time for at least definitely the next match. Which was the match of the night. Match of the night. And who's, who's the star of the match? Is it is it The Rock? Is it Hogan? Or is it the fans? And and I, I'd, I'd said this to Phil. It almost seemed like, it truly almost seemed like the fans were were trolling. Like, they were so into it, it almost didn't seem genuine, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. And and it really was kind of out of this world. And God, that the the whole the whole look at each other and and just gazing at the crowd, panning back, seeing these two megastars. You know, The Rock at this time is if you called The Rock the biggest star in the WWE in in two thousand two. You'd be correct. If you called Austin the biggest star in WWE, you'd be correct. Um, That's fair. The Rock is is always deemed number two because Austin was there. But when once again, my backup quarterback theory is he, when he was plugged in, he was he was he was a, and he went and he and he he did everything he needed to do. To me, uh, the the Austin Hogan match is always gonna always gonna be left. You know. What 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 if what if, um, I think I think that just goes back to where Austin's head was at this time. I think he was, he wasn't in the right place in the sense of, you know, not that he didn't want to do business, he wanted to do it correctly. Um, but he also, you know, he felt burned. I think he felt burned by Hogan from WCW in ninety five ninety six. Uh, yeah, 94, 95, something like that. And, you know, Austin was the number one guy. Austin called his shots. Let's call it what it is. And, you know, I think maybe the initial thought, and this is just me speculating, is let's get the second biggest match we can get so we can really get Austin and Hogan, get them really good promos, all this stuff. It obviously didn't end up working that way. Um but I think that might have been the initial reaction. And also maybe maybe if The Rock, you know, The Rock and Hogan was, was, wasn't was the second thought. Maybe that was the first thought. Maybe that was the reason for Hogan's boo-boo face. Uh, Austin's boo-boo face, excuse me. I don't know. But uh, to me, it just, uh, everybody talks about the double turn of, of Austin and, and Bret Hart and WrestleMania 13. This is done masterfully. It really is. Yeah, it was. It was that. It was that kind of party, and and you kind of painted a good picture for it, only because uh, Austin does take a backseat. As much as he's the top, he wants he's the top guy in the company. Should be. Should be. All that. Yeah. All that. Still selling the merch, whatever the case may be. And now he's bitter. They bring Hogan back, they, and all of a sudden, it's not even like Hogan. I don't think Hogan was planned to be in this spot. I think it happened. I think. This was written organically because of The Rock yes. and Hogan. And the comparisons. Right, exactly. And But but it's funny is because you had a throwaway match 
prior to WrestleMania. No, they had a tag match. They had they, a tag. They had and, the and Hogan, three, the Hogan, three against two. Yeah, Hogan won. Hogan. What I think that was two matches that they were involved in. Hogan won both matches. Yeah. So, but you know, but I, and I and I say a throwaway in that sense of that you know because of you know whatever it may be, whether it's like I said, I keep going to the word politics, but it, it might be that. But you know, why isn't you know? Austin in this in this spot and it wouldn't it wouldn't even look right though. I yes, see, it, maybe you, we could rebook you, that. You're not you're not gonna get the you're not gonna get the you're the, not you're not gonna get the off piece that was up there. Clearly, you'll get this had to be done right, but clearly you wouldn't get that back and forth. You Absolutely might just get not. Austin. Absolutely not. Uh, and and to to be fair, Austin turned heel the year prior. Right. So to to be fair, would have Austin reacted the same way as The Rock. The Rock embellished. He heard the crowd because it was supposed to be booked 50-50. Austin would have gave Hogan a good match. Yes. But he wouldn't have fed off the crowd like The Rock did. I, I agree with that. that. You, that yeah. I, I agree. I, I think, agree. I think, or oh, maybe not as good as The Rock. I no, think, n- no, yeah. nowhere near it. The, the Rock, listen, if you, if, you, if you write the words sports entertainer in a wrestling dictionary, you'll get two pictures right away. You'll yeah. get The Rock, and you'll get Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Some guys were just good, really great wrestlers who cut promos. Ric Flair. Yeah. Those kind of guys. Um, but there are only certain guys in wrestling that that had that. Austin's not a sports entertainer. Rock is a sports. Yes. That's why The Rock is. That the, is a great way to look at the it. The Rock is the highest paid actor in the game right now. Why? Sports entertainer. Yep. Okay. Hulk Hogan made shitty movies back in his day and did his terrible TV show and was in Rocky Three. Yeah. Why? He's a sports entertainer. Yeah. So with that being said, you put these two generations together, they clash, and it brings back a sense of nostalgia, and it brings a sense of what the future would hold if if The Rock would have stayed and, t- and, and did his, 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 his the rest of his tenure as a sports entertainer and didn't yeah. go into movies. So this this match is good, and it's and it's. And I and we we watched the tail end of it. Well, I'm going to play about two minutes yeah. and, and nine seconds of this of this clip WWE put together for the match. So if you don't mind, yeah, yeah, embellish. Yeah, all, right. all right. I don't I don't know, Jr. If this is nostalgia or what, but it's amazing that this crowd is so suddenly behind. Oh, oh cannot believe it! Oh my God! What you gonna do? Oh, 
Yeah, that's I, I I mean, listen, JR's call. Um the fans, the crowd really made this match. Yeah, shout out to Canada, man. You you guys did your thing, Jesus, man. Jesus, the crowd made this match, but you know what? There's JR just going just going full on you know, nineties JR underneath when, when Hogan hits the leg drop and he's screaming that this this is the move that beat Andre the Giant. He really paints that picture and it's and it's it's really well crafted. Um like I said, whereas the rock just reacting and seeing how the crowd is and just feeding it goes, Oh, you wanna boo boo me motherfuckers? I'm gonna give you something to boo and he did it. And you know, I wonder I looking back on it now, I don't like that the rock used the people's elbow as the last move. I understand why it's done. I get it, but I wonder if he did it to you know, you're definitely picking. Oh, I just I just don't like I, <laughs> I No, just, that that I can I can listen. If this was a raw or a smackdown or a regular pay-per-view, your nitpicking is justified. Yeah. Because you're a fucking broadcast journalist now. You are a bona fide broadcast journalist, but, uh, wrestling but, podcaster. But you look at that and you just go, arguably the biggest match, this is Ali Tyson of pro wrestling. and That's fair. And it ends on a on a elbow drop. Granted, two rock bottoms, and it was because it was really well done. I completely forgot about it. The rock hit him with the second yeah, yeah, rock yeah. bottom. Picked him up, hit him with another one right away. So yes, so that is what's really kind of done it. But still, to end on a elbow drop to me is, I think, um, you know, I don't know. I just I didn't like that, but I can understand why because Hogan does a leg drop, his an elbow drop. Okay, whatever the case may be, that's that yeah, was my connection. You definitely picking. I that, think about these things. That's no. I mean, it's it, these are thoughts that we we have. Yeah, Choppy probably say the same thing if he was sitting here. Yeah. Um, this gets a pass though. That gets a pass. It does, no. Um, yeah, it because, does because of the magnitude of it. And I'm telling you right now, I think if the, if the crowd wasn't in it, and if Jr. wasn't in it, like they were, your nitpicking is now the focal point of that match. Yeah. The move set, the stat, the third. Just, Listen, John Cena got the same kind of rap though. It yeah. was like, "What the fuck?" He he follows the DV, the Death Valley Driver with the with, with the FU yep. into the fist. Do the fist first. I'm like, "You're missing the point, man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're missing the point. You're telling a story in the ring. Um, that gets a pass, man. It, it's just, and I'm not a Hulk. I was never a Hulk Hogan guy. Yeah, I loved the NWO. I loved Hollywood Hulk Hogan though when he flipped. But this made me understand. The magnitude of a sports entertainer. Yeah. This, if if you want to show anybody a match about pro wrestling in the last twenty five years, how's wrestling in the last twenty five years? You watch that match. Yeah. You watch this match, and it's gonna paint the picture for the next twenty years. Because you got because you got to remember at this time Hogan and 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 Nash and Hall weren't in. WWE for that long at this point. No, they weren't. They they were in for uh, a, a solid a, a month or two. So this was yeah. So th- there's a part of it. What's the beauty of it is that this was thrown together and this is the magic that came out. Um, the the kind of the theft of what happened is that there's not a not enough build up behind it. Which, like I said, I would like to think that's why it wasn't Austin at first because we we want a proper build up to Austin versus Hogan, which is the true. Tyson Ali, 
matchup. We ended up getting this, which is more like a, you know, Ali Holyfield, you know, matchup. And you have to follow it up with <laughs> Jazz beats Trish Stratus. You need, you need, you need, a, you need a palate cleanser. I'm glad Jazz got the big win. Yeah, and just, it just. The time it would have been better if it was more time. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was it was thrown together and poor Jericho in, in Triple H, man. It's just it's just because uh, you know what this was a great storyline. I forgot about how good the storyline. Oh, with Stephanie. Was. Yes. Oh my God, Chris Jericho being the the, the uh, undisputed heavyweight champion at this point. Jericho has and listen, I mean that this was the big thing back then, and it still holds true now. Like he beat The Rock and Austin in the same fucking night. You know, and he made a career on that. That cannot be that cannot be understated. He made a career on that. Yeah. Let's be honest. If he didn't do that, he's not who he he's not the champion. I agree. Agreed. He's not. He's not. And th- there's a reason. And, and like I said, at this time, Vince had a very good way of keeping guys in the loop. You know, you could trade it. God forbid. Austin, you know, Austin takes his ball, runs home. So now you have the rock. You still have Triple H. You know, Jericho's here. Benoit, the, the Eddie Guerrero ascent is starting. Brock Lesnar's coming in the next night. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, you know what well, I mean? The, but in the next night, the Hogan promo on Raw. Yeah. He, yeah, that, that's dope too. So And, you know, but to me, like I said, Jericho, Triple H, they were, I bet you they were in, in the back during that match just going, fuck. Like, there's, you know, it's how do you, how do you top that? You can't. It, and it's... And it's no matter what you do, you could go out there, you know, maybe if Stephanie, her top came off, maybe it would top it a little bit. But she she played her part in this. Excellent. Um, I really I, I for a match itself, Triple H Jericho standalone. It was a great match. Oh, it was fantastic. It was a just great match. Time. Just didn't have enough time. And not not even so much time. But if it was if it was a different night, <laughs> you know, if it was a different night, it might. That should have went on. Hogan and Rock should have headlined. But you know, I see why they did it. It's I, it it now I'm nitpicking. They 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 but they but they fixed it years later with the Rock oh, and yeah. Cena. Oh yes, we knew what yes. we knew what the, we knew what was dragging them. Good in. point, very good so, point. Correct. That would not have been that would not have been unless this happened. That you 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 find like I said once again, it's one of those things where you got to try it one way and you just go okay. Next time we have a match of this magnitude, uh. The, the big match has to close the show because there's no top in it. You know, I remember seeing, I remember to 92.3 K-Rock, they had a, they had a show, Claws Fest. I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting the other people. You talk about the Ozzy Rob Zombie show? No, no. This was Corn. Oh, no, okay. This was Corn Velvet Revolver. This was Velvet Revolver's first tour. Stone oh, Tell, you know, good. Scott Weiland and Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Um, Corn came out. And just blew the fucking roof off. This is this was oh four, maybe. Uh, they blew the fucking roof off in Jersey. And then Velvet Revolver came out, and the idea of Velvet Revolver was great. And then you seen it live. It wasn't a good live. The energy did not match what was brought before Corn because Corn just fucking gave, gave us what we wanted. We were done after that. Well, that was like that's yeah, what this match did. That was Sticks this, and Def Leppard, man. That, yeah, that's what that's what this match did. This match brought the crowd how on many such times a roller coaster. How many times did the opening band blow the more yeah. people it's, it happens all the time. And like I said, that's just that's just placement and, you know, and unfortunately, it seems like it always happened to Triple H because it would happen years later with 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 Michaels and Undertaker. 
They just had this uh, WrestleMania 25. They had this masterful fucking match in. And next thing you know, Randy Orton and Triple H are looking at each other like, well, how do, how do we fucking top that? You know? and Pretty much. You can't. You know? And there's, there's nothing you could do. You just go out there and do what you do. I think Triple H and Jericho did a great job. Jericho at this point was just was firing on all cylinders. Uh, he's in the company for about two, three years, maybe at this point. Two and a half years. Right? Yeah, two two and a half years at this point. Yeah. The the storyline with Stephanie, it was it was when he was against her, it was perfect. But then being aligned with her, you were waiting for you were waiting for the turn and it never happened because Triple H had to had he had to win. He had to win. He came back from an injury that year. Uh, massive pop, like you were saying, at the Garden. Uh, wins the Royal Rumble. Had to come back, and he had to win. It just, the the Hogan-Rock match just, just took the air out of the building. Yep. People were happy to see Triple H win. Yeah. It he just, was he it, was over. It just wasn't enough. And, yeah. you know, but to me, like you said, you know, I'm gonna. I, I I should do it. I should I should try to watch this with Dylan and and try to like see. He did it with 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 uh with Macho Man against Ultimate Warrior. I was able to get him to watch it, and you know, explain it to him and and grip him. This would be one of those match. Hogan Hogan Rock would be one of those matches that would be able to grip him. Well, twenty years ago, March seventeenth, that happened. It was I can't believe it's twenty years already. I can't believe it's twenty years. Yeah. But it just, you know, I can't. It was so much fun. Yeah. So, anything else? We'll wrap it up. I think we wrap it up next. Yeah. Next week, we're we, going to be doing. Oh my god, dude! We have so much content next I week. I know. It's ridiculous. Got to drink tea to save our voices. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Keep it locked to uh, rantemradio.com, Shining Wizards Network. Just lock in all all next week. A ton of content starting Monday with the Wizards. Yep. Followed by the, the the 35th anniversary of WrestleMania 3, and then WrestleMania is in full gear. Guys, it's going to be an amazing time. Tune in. Keep it locked. Choppy, you suck. <laughs> See you next week. Say goodnight, Choppy. Oh, say goodnight. Not Choppy. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.